I was trying to commiserate with your problem. I'm great. I, I just thought it would make you oh, feel better. Oh, I, like I threw it back at you in a passive aggressive way. We're starting the podcast like this? Oh, here's no. Here's what we should do. We should bring like a couples counselor onto the next, like a vegan couples counselor onto the next vegan hacks, and we can just like air out our microaggressions. What if they just turn on me? That's probably what would happen because you, you're usually at fault. Yeah, I'll just be at fault. I'll be the bad guy. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, okay. You know, come on now. Wait, what are we talking about again? <laughs> Yeah, it's me being the bad guy. That's what we're talking about. No, you heard about the goat snuggling incident, right? The whole oh, situation. The Snugglegate, yeah. Snugglegate. So, uh, I mean, we can talk about the situation. Basically, a farm, like I don't know, a family farm, but I guess mm-hmm. they're maybe they do kind of petting zoo kind of situation. Right. In Pennsylvania, they were penciled in to do a couple of (laughs) of vegan festivals and Uh what they do is they do things called goat yoga and i guess you do yoga and i guess the goats kind of bump into you while you're doing yoga i've seen people do goat yoga in photos and the goats tend to climb on them i maybe they have this climbing instinct and they're like oh what's the highest point it's her butt so they climb up on her (laughs) no i've seen it i've not seen uh, goat yoga and i guess photos of it I, I guess they have this thing called goat snuggling where mm-hmm. they bring a bunch of baby goats to the event. And what happened was it was at a veg fest and a couple other, like, I guess just two, two events. Animal rights activists said it was a form of animal exploitation, that go- goat mm-hmm. snuggling was, was not something that should be done. Non-consensual. The goats didn't say snuggle me, did they? And I guess the fact that this farm charged $5 to <gasps> do the snuggling. Okay. Five, but it's unlimited snuggling for $5. Uh, wait, are we debating the like value of the snuggle, or are we debating the ethics of whether snuggling should happen? First of all, I thought it was kind of amusing because, mm-hmm. you know, this whole conflict between, let's say, like animal rights and, you know, a, a farm... Uh, who is, you know, they're definitely commoditizing their, commodifying their goat, the goats. commodifying their goats. Well, any farmer commodifies their animals, right? Like they're, they're, it's not like your cousin. It's, it's a, it's a, some animal to be used for something. There's lots of different levels here. You have Here's a farm. A question. What, what else does the farm do with those goats? That's uh, the good are they question. just snuggle goats or are they also eating goats or are they milking goats? What what is what are the goats used for? Yeah, and what happens when the goats are no longer cute babies? What do they do mm. with the goats? Yeah, see, maybe they're just trying to like uh capture some value from every part of the life cycle. When they're cute babies, they're snuggle goats. And then they become like torture goats when they have to be like inseminated and milked constantly. I don't know. I think it's important that people get connected with animals and and mm-hmm. are not just you know, book vegans or, or, you know, you right. know, to, to be, to, to understand or someone who maybe is a meat eater can connect with an animal and say, look, I can no longer. Oh, look, you have a soul, a heart. I can no longer eat you. Yeah. If the only animals they see are in plastic containers at the grocery store, they don't develop empathy for those animals. I mean, most people, they'll see the animal, they'll cuddle it, and then they'll eat a freaking steak later. I yeah, mean, I, I a mean, lot I'm of people saying. do that double think. Look, I, look, there's a spectrum of wrong. Uh, and 
let's just pretend let's I, i'm sure this is not the case but let's pretend that they just have the goats for yoga and snuggling and they feed them and they live they give them a good life um i, I can see the argument that that's good i would argue that it's it's wrong but not that wrong you know what i mean like it, it I don't think this is a very popular opinion, and I'm plenty of vegans. I'm sure even vegans disagree with me, but uh, I don't think we should have any interaction we have with animals is inherently coercive. Even our pets, whom we coddle, we're telling them what to do, where to go, where to poop, when to eat. Uh, They're at our mercy. So, like, to some extent, I feel as though animals should be left in the wild and not bothered and allowed to live their life and we should not coerce them to do anything yeah but these are uh, domestic animals they don't right. go in the wild yeah it's the like the crime is committed and now they, they're they dependent on us i don't know goats i think could exist in the wild um cats and dogs maybe i'm sure so. like there are know. there are wild goats that wild goats. Roam yeah, the, yeah, yeah. but but they have but been domesticated they, they right. can't live so, on but my point is that there's always something coercive. Like we are the so-called superior species who knows what's best for you. We are going to tell you what to do. Um, so look, the, you know, snuggling the goats isn't that bad. I mean, keeping, keeping them in pens, telling them where to go, putting them in trucks. Like imagine you like, let's be, you know, uh, what do you call this? Uh, exercise and empathy. You, Jason, are kept in a pen with your family and you have a good life and you're fed enough. But as long you know, as I get some snuggles, I'll be sure, happy. No, but I'm saying, you know, once in a while they load you into an uncomfortable car. Or a truck. Yeah, no, they they would probably put them all in a truck. Yeah, put you in a truck and then they take you to some fair and then like a bunch of alien species are like, oh, cooing over you and touching you. And I don't know, you don't really have a choice in the matter. Like the you're the property and they get to like touch you. Uh, It's not it's again, it's there are worse crimes. Killing the goat is worse. Milking the goat is worse. But it's still a little wrong. So yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't. I don't know if it belongs in a specifically vegan fair because it isn't exactly a vegan activity. Well, the other part of this is not just the situation of how wrong is it in the whatever the greater scheme, whatever. Of the, if you, if you the spectrum of wrong, like obviously mm-hmm. you know you know murdering so, baby goats right. and exploiting them in the factory farm system, much worse. Is yeah. much is a much worse situation <laughs> this is than mildly wrong people coddling and having a good time you know you know petting goats i i, I think that the, the there's another element to this and it has to do with the fact that this was picked up by fox news that this was pushed out on, on in major events and it has to do with how main society paints vegans you're saying it was weaponized against vegans. It's just kind of a situation where it's an us versus them situation. Yeah, culture wars. Ugh. I mean, again, I have no idea how the, this farm does their business. I'm not there. I don't know how their the goats are supervised. I don't know how the whole the situation is. The way they put out the information, they're like, it's like we're just going to go ahead and do our thing, and we'll let the vegans do their thing. Like, there's a separation between the vegans and these people in the farm. And and there's like it's it's a um, antagonistic relationship, and and it's kind of a thing where it paints the vegans as being kind of an extreme quality. They're too radical. Let's leave them alone. It's, it's so easy to talk about the horrors of factory farming. You're getting to a point where you're starting to split hairs when you talk the horrors of goat cuddling. You know, it's just yeah. it, it's, it's just definitely not. It's not doesn't compare. It's on a completely different level of horror. It, it makes yeah. vegans seem like we are an other. I don't know what the 
solution is to this. Yeah, I don't either. I came out, I put a post, and I said I was pro-goat snuggling because I thought it was kind of a cute thing to say. But I also thought that, well, you know, that con- contact, the connection with animals, that a lot of people, you know, oh, don't touch them. Like, don't touch those animals. You're not allowed to touch them. They don't They don't want to be touched. They're, 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 they have no consent. Don't touch them. Like, yeah, okay, don't touch the animals. Wait, do you have a pet? Do you touch your pet? You know, it's like. See, if you asked me, I would be like, you shouldn't be touching a pet because it's not fair to the you know like you the pet has no agency yeah but the, but but most pets want to be pet and want to be because they're domestic uh, how animals do you read their minds like oh I, yeah I yeah i mean a dog I mean, wants cats, to be pet dogs usually do cats sometimes yeah cats are i mean i don't know the the jury's not out on cats cats are a little yeah. weird but but uh and all the Reptiles. cat owners will start uh, pelting us with uh their no no radar. i like cats it just it does seem as though a lot of them would rather be left alone and then they just like kind of get forced to be snuggled and it's like this quid pro quo like i'll feed you but you have to like give me comfort and it's I don't know. Yeah, I mean, these uh, animals, even I, I would say that even these baby goats are probably domesticated to a point where they are connected with human contact. I That's how know. they are bred. Just Maybe, like just like the, the chickens are bred to, to lay a million eggs and and they've changed in shape and size. Sure. Throughout the years. Yeah. It's like the, the genie's out of the bottle and you can't put it back in. But l- to some extent, it's like w- what you were saying a few sentences ago or a minute ago or whatever was, uh, you know, let's compromise on this, whether it's ethical or not, so that for the bigger picture, um, you know, we don't appear too weird to other and, and like you know, it's good to give people this empathy connection with animals. So there are some good things. And I, I see what you're saying, but we're kind of making the decision for the goats. You're like, we're willing to sacrifice your comfort in the, for the greater good of your kind. And I, maybe that's right, but it's also we're we're taking away their agency. I guess they never had any agency to begin with. But it's like these climate activists that are throwing the paint at the the, mm. the, the priceless yeah, it back, artworks. Yeah, it backfires or something. It's it looks makes you look so extreme that uh, that your your entire message is ignored. Yes, I see what you're saying. You're not focused on on the issue of animal exploitation when you're going up against goat snuggling. The concept of goat snuggling just makes a vegan seem like someone throwing paint on the Mona Lisa. Right. I, I'm not picketing the goat snugglers, and I don't think anyone is actually expending any significant effort in trying to shut down the goat snuggle farm. I think what they it was just a matter of like, you know, when they're specifically making a vegan event and choosing not just to it's not a matter of what you reject, it's what you accept. If you're making a vegan event, it's like I am choosing to bring these people, I'm choosing to pay these people. So they're I don't think they're saying like we need to shut them down. We're just choosing not to like actively endorse and bring them and pay them. What's what's cool about social media is I get a lot of people's different opinions and their different mm. approaches on on the on the situation. And I think that that's important, you know, to be able to see other people's perspectives. And I actually got an interesting stitch from this woman who who runs the uh, Willowbrook Farm Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's, you know, she was talking about balancing uh, events and exploitation with, um, with animals, and right? I, because the, to some extent, the the animals' feed is paid for by all these people coming to like wish them well, right? Yeah. So let me let me share this with you. Where do you stand on this? 
Hey, it's Madison and I. We, we just come to answer your question. Um, I was going to do... Madison is a rooster. A video of me hugging a goat and be like, oh, how cute, ha, 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 and move on. But then I thought, you know, this is a serious topic, especially for vegan sanctuaries. There is definitely an issue with things like petting zoos and zoos and other exploitative events that occur. And that's why we call her Tumbleweed. But there are events that exploit animals for entertainment. And I think as a sanctuary, it becomes almost like a fine line. You know, where are you drawing the line between between education and information um, versus exploitation? An event like goat snuggling or pig yoga or bunny <laughs> yoga or any of these type of events that are occurring, they can be really well handled. And be both beneficial for the people and the animal. The problem occurs when the events are not properly managed from the animal's perspective, that the human is still thinking of how many people are we gonna get to buy tickets? How much money do you think we're gonna take? Um, when in fact, they should also be thinking about the animal, not just the animal, but the animal first. You know, It can be very stressful to take animals places. As far as our house chickens are concerned, I will not take Madison anywhere because of her breathing problems and her balance issues. That would not be good for her. Alice, Alice runs to the car. Of course, then I have to keep people in mind because Alice also bites. So when you're looking at these events like goat snuggling, it is. Where are the goats coming from? Are the goats needs being met at the event, both physical and emotional and social needs being met? Um, what's happening to the goats when they get older? Like petting zoos, they breed to get babies So because babies are cute. But once the baby is grown up, then what? As of right now, we do not have public days or a way to buy tickets to come to our sanctuary. And honestly, I don't even know if that will ever change. It may once we get the 10 acres developed with like a, uh, an event center, the barn and things like that. Then we'll be having events, but they won't be animal centric events. We do private tours though, like you schedule them and we do them for donation only. But while we're having a private tour, we're also with the humans at all times, ensuring that the engagement that they have with the animals is appropriate. The animals live here. They don't need to have stress in their own home. I'm not trying to take away from sanctuaries that do have public events or where you can buy tickets because there are a lot of sanctuaries that do that and they have found the balance for their sanctuary and their residents. And I think that's important. What do you think? Very even-handed. Follow Willowbrook Farms. And uh, I, I think that that's uh, something that I, I really appreciate um, seeing that perspective. Right. I mean, we live in a capitalist world where resources aren't free. And so I, I guess it's great that Willowbrook Farms has the enough revenue that they can afford to pay for their animals upkeep without uh, having them ha tap dance for their supper, sing for their supper. Um, and other sanctuaries have found whatever balance they've found. Like I went to one recently where they one day a week, they have public coming in and they sell tickets to that, but they have enough volunteers so that each animal is supervised and protected from overzealous handling. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess that's the reality that like, uh, you farm animals are fed something and there's some, those resources have to be generated somehow. Yeah. And obviously there is a desire for the public to interact with these animals. Because that's, I guess that's human nature, because we want to sort of 
identify, touch, feel. It's a tactile experience. It's a sensory thing. I don't know. Well, also, too, when you have a kid, you know, you're always They're, at these events where learn, there's yeah. a petting zoo, you know, or you're always at, sure. a, you're, you go to a farm and then there's a pig and there's a cow and it's kind of a situation where children are curious. They want to play with the animals. They want to touch the animal. And, and I can understand, I mean, if you're, you know, doing that hardline vegan thing, I guess you don't have your kid touch that animal. That animal's not for touching. You know, that's, that's animals for, for observing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And leaving alone. So, so I, yeah. So ahead. do you want to go to the other extreme about a uh, goat fascism? What's the goat fascism? Remember that story I sent you about the 4-H club? Yeah, tell me about it. Tell it's, our it, audience about pretty, this, because it's really interesting. Pretty insane. Um, this young girl, I don't know, what was she, nine or something? She was a young girl, and she entered a competition to raise a goat uh, for the 4-H club. And the idea was, I guess, you just keep the goat and you feed it, and then eventually it gets auctioned off and like killed for meat. And... Over the time, being an empathetic human being, uh, the, what, I don't know, single-digit old, old kid, I don't know if she was seven or nine or what, she was under 10, uh, naturally became attached to her goat and loved the goat and didn't want to sell it to the 4-H club to be murdered. And so the mom said, like, please, please make an exception. Uh, she's obviously really attached to this goat. Let's not uh, do this. And the 4-H club was like, and even, look, they even got the person who won the auction to donate the goat back, meaning the person who bought the goat for meat. They, they were willing to pay whatever monetary thing to like make this stop. And the 4-H club said no. They like ha didn't want to set this precedent of kindness or empathy toward animals. They, they didn't want the idea getting out there that these are not for meat. So what did they do? They were getting all this bad publicity. They somehow, I don't know how this is possible. They got the judge to issue something where they actually sent these sheriffs on a 500-mile road trip to forcibly seize the goat and have it slaughtered. Uh, you know, to the, like, ignoring the tears of this, I don't know, seven- or nine-year-old girl, um, which is pretty mind-blowing that i mean it, it just seems like fascist it's the same attitude of like banning books like we don't want the idea to get out there so we're going to like enact violence on you enact trauma on this child even though our financial uh, requirement was satisfied we want out of principle goats to be seen as creatures to be slaughtered and so they went through all this confrontation and like obviously the you know part of the problem was the bad pr and this obviously backfired because they get even worse pr by sending uh, stormtroopers out to like take the 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 child's friend and kill it as if it did some crime uh it's just yeah so it kind of makes goat snuggling seem like not a big deal at all yeah well but i don't know it's kind of a situation too where where do we decide to be outraged? There's uh, so many things to be outraged pretty about. Outrageous. Yeah, I know, uh, <laughs> I know. I would be outraged about that. Obviously, too. There's two. There's two victims here. There's the the, the goat and and and, and the, the girl child. that the child that raised the goat. Yeah. You know, because and she'll be forever changed by this event. I don't know about the sheriffs, but I would maybe they don't want to be doing this either. I, I think there's a lot of people involved in this whole chain who are like enacting some kind of 
power structure, some kind of so societal power structure that they are somehow like their hands are tied and they have to continue this way of life despite it being so unpleasant every step along the way because like they it's almost as if like you don't we want to like stifle through violence we want to stifle dissent and like a different way of thinking and rather than allowing the due process you know she's the mom is actually like hiring lawyers and trying to like get this thing blocked through the legal system i don't know how they got to bypass all of this and just send these troopers out to like seize the goat uh in the middle of this whole like due process and just have it killed yeah it's probably has something to do with ownership of the goat and but uh the way the i i, I have the no person idea person who bought the goat said don't kill the goat wild it's mind-blowing it's just it's I don't know. It's fascist. I don't know how else to say, like how else to conceive of this. There's more that we could have talked about regarding goat snuggling, but we lost our Wi-Fi connection. What do you think about goat snuggling? Contact us at veganhackspod at gmail.com. <laughs>